Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crocker, yo, son. This is yo, me, myself, and I. I got my buddy, my buddy, Sean, here with me. Happy Sunday. Happy September 24th. Sunday Another fun day, beer, folks. Sunday fun day. NFL football. Hey, guess what? Before we get started, we got to talk about a couple of things. First of all, Sean's coming up to his ninth month. Of no alcohol beverages. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, nine months of no alcohol and nine months without weed, unofficially. Um, Tell us how you feel. Oh, actually, sorry, not nine months of without weed. Probably only two months without weed. Um, I feel decent. I mean, I'm more awake. I lost weight. You know, I lost like 35 pounds. So it's a big accomplishment. I'm very blessed. So, so Sean's doing this to get all his stuff back in order to get yeah, his life back. So we're trying to finalize. I ran for my problems from a DUI and all that stuff. So, but I was already trying to get sober before that. Um, it was more. There's addiction. Addictions in life ruin a lot of relationships and a lot of things in life. It makes you spend money. It makes you do things you sometimes don't want to do. And I mean, I'll admit, I've already admitted that I have three DUIs to multiple people. So it was probably a time to actually quit. So we're happy to be sober. Yeah. So that's very good news. So from that note, we want to have, make sure everyone had a good weekend. Uh, we had awesome football. We're going to start with the NFL. We are going to start with the Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins, the two opposites in directions. Any way that you can form and shape, find it. Uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill is the cheetah. He's the best receiver in the league. And uh, I don't know what's happening in in, in in Denver. You got Sean Payne who was supposed to fix things. And you got Russell Wilson who's probably going to, I mean, you think he's going to have a great year with a coach like that. Because Especially after last year when he was, they sucked so bad, right? Yeah, Mike, we can we can talk about this again. Maybe he shouldn't have been kissing the babies again. You know. Yeah. So let's um, do this. Let's do this. I'm not even going to go through the Denver Broncos stats. I'm going to go through the Miami Dolphins. They had 726 total yards. Uh, Tua had 23 for 30, 36, 38, 309 yards, four touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had nine receptions, 157 yards, 17.4 yards. And Did they sit Tula in the first half or did they sit him in the third quarter? I don't know. No, they sat him out. They sat him out because another guy, I didn't even put his name on there to just talk about stats. When did they sit him? They must have sat him out in the first half, I'm assuming. No, 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 no. They sat Tula out in the fourth quarter. Oh, fourth quarter. Okay. He had four touchdowns. God's sake. So, and so the total yards for 309, Tyreek Hill had 157 total yards, nine receptions, one touchdown. And then you got Devin Aki, Achiu, 18 carries, 203 yards. And they had only, oh, this is unique. So, Mr. Akif had 
two touchdowns, and Mozart, Rasheem Mozart, had three touchdowns. So in total, I mean, it was nuts. They had a total of nine touchdowns, if I'm right. No, I don't think anybody's ever scored 70 points, right? No, no. No, they're the second team. No, I don't know. That's a good question because I have no idea. I know this is the second time or the fourth time that a team's got over 726 yards or 700 yards. So that's amazing in itself. So Denver Donkeys, as Sean would say, are going down here. Oh, they're 0-3. and three. Do they have a chance of winning a, any of the – are they the closest team that are going to go 0-16? They play the Bears next week. So someone's got to win. Someone does have to win. It's but, in Chicago. Who would you rather have, a younger Justin Fields or a Russell Wilson? Justin Fields. I agree because they have better receiving. Yes. So. So they could be 0-4. Exactly. They could. And this could be ironic. They may be the worst team. Yeah. It could be uh, the next Detroit Lions. Because I'm not going to compare. I mean, yes, Minnesota's 0-3 and, and Chicago's 0-3 and, and Carolina's 0-3, but that team is bad. Yeah. Denver is bad. Yeah, they they look like they weren't ready at all for any game in itself. Um, let's talk. Let's get this out of the way. Let's talk about this out of the way. That was a stupid so we have we have we have the Dallas Cowboys against the Arizona Cardinals. Sean's team, uh, Joshua Dobbs has been traveling man out of University of Tennessee. He's been everywhere. Well, he's a traveling quarterback. Seventeen for twenty-one, one hundred eighty-nine yards, one touchdown. And he did have six rushing attempts for 55 yards. James Conner had 14 carries, 98 yards, one touchdown. So, I don't know what to tell you. Besides the fact that Dak Prescott is 25 for 40, 249 yards, one interception. That interception from Prescott came at a very bad time. It came out with three minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. And they were making their comeback. So even though the Arizona Cardinals were, you know, they had, they took control of the game in the beginning. They had, they scored. They were up 15-3. 15-3. They had a 10-0, 9-0 get-go from the, you know, from the start. I picked the other way. I thought maybe the Dallas was going to win. But but I made the live bet and changed that up to and for some reason, FanDuel still thought Dallas was going to win and gave me a four and a half a live bet with Arizona. I'm like, please do. Please do. I don't know who's not watching that game, but please give me some love. The Cardinals dominated that game. What's that? The Cardinals really did dominate that game. Oh, everything, everything. I mean, too bad my main man, Pollard, had 23 carries, 122 yards. So 122 yards, so... I mean, you just wasted a whole evening for Pollard. It's like, it's a good example of what would happen if that was Barry Sanders. Um, Chicago Bears and Kansas City Chiefs. Everything is going wrong for the Bears. Uh, they have a chance being, um, I don't know, do they have a chance? Who? The Bears being winning next week. I think we'll take the Bears over the Denver Donkeys. I think it's a safe bet. Hmm. But I want to make sure you uh, kind of 
agreed or disagreed or whatever. I mean, I don't like Denver, so I'm never going to, you know. <laughs> you never going to like Denver. No. Do you like John Elway? He's a good player. I mean, you got to respect you got to re, you got to respect the players. Um, but at the same time, Denver's bad. Denver is really really bad. Yeah. So the thing, all right, I should say something about the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields went left the game with hurt. I don't know if he came back or not, but it's not looking pretty. So there you go. I don't know what to tell you, Bears fans. I think you guys got a long years ago. Uh, Denver, uh, I don't know what to look forward for you guys. Draft picks, trade. Maybe you should trade more. Maybe you should trade the whole team because you can't get rid of Russell. Wilson, because he's going to be there for another whatever he many years. At least three years. Yeah, so there's no reason for you to even, even think about getting rid of him. All right, folks. Here we go. Houston Texans. Shock the nation. And the Jaguars. Houston Texans came out. CJ Strong finally won a gun. Can we say an Ohio State quarterback finally got a win in the NFL? Yeah. We can. We can. Oh, and I can't wait till we talk about that Notre Dame-Ohio uh, State game. But here we go. We got Trevor Lawrence, 27-40, 279 yards, 279 yards, uh, 7 point whatever average yards per pass, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Trevor Travis Etini, Etini Jr., 19 carries, 88 yards, not so great. Uh, How'd the gambler do? How'd Ridley do? Ridley? Ridley? Where happened to Ridley? Do I need to look that up? Where did it go? Well, I'll tell you what. As you look that up. way, they lost, I guess. They got smoked 37 to 17. Yeah. So let me let's talk about this. So, however, the Houston Texans, Tang Dow. Really only had three receptions with 40 yards, no touchdowns, so they were not good. Yeah. There you Thank you, Sean. Sorry. So, Tang Dow for Houston had five receptions, 145 yards, 29 yards per run or per catch, one touchdown. Jaguars is a second-year itch for Terrence Lawrence. Is this the real identity of Mr. Lawrence? You have a good year first year. Now you, everyone figures you figures you out. Is this the end of the whole Clemson pretty boy dynasty? No, because guess where they are next week? They're over in London. And everybody loves them over in London. They get two games over there. So, But why? who, who loves them in London? It's like their home team. Look, at they got two games over there this year. I, mean, I don't know why the Jaguars are over in London every freaking year. But they play the Falcons next week. Jaguars regroup. Jaguars. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk about this. Well, there we go. Tie game. So let's talk about Atlanta Falcons and Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions finally won a game at home. They're one and one. They're two and one in total. Atlanta Falcons, who beat Green Bay last week, is now two and one. Zero and one on, on the road. Uh... Jared Goff was uh He had playing. a rushing touchdown too. He did. It's amazing. It was a good fake. Actually it was a great fake. Uh Jared Goff, twenty two for thirty three, two forty two hundred and forty three yards, seven point four per 
per uh, pass. Uh, again, uh, St. Brown had nine receptions, 102 yards, 11.3, no touchdowns. San LaPointe had eight receptions, 84 yards, and one touchdown. I guess I guess I shouldn't be saying much about Hutchinson not being there, right? We got to be happy with this win for the Lions because they were missing like eight or nine players, and they won by a decent amount. And they actually stopped that Robinson kid pretty well. Yeah, they really did. They really did. So we got a short before we move on to the next game, though. What's the Lions that? got a short rest. They're playing on Prime. Amazon Prime on Thursday against their rival Green Bay Packers, which we're going to see in November. But the Packers, which I'm leading, this is perfect because I'm leading into the Packers. But anyway, short rest, Thursday night, primetime game. Both teams are 2-1. and And we got to talk about the Packers. The Packers were playing Derek Carr and the Saints. And the Saints were up 17 to fucking nothing. Sorry, I swore. But 17 to nothing. In the third quarter, for God's sakes. Yeah. No, it's in the fourth quarter. Jesus, that's worse. They came. They scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. But That's a Peyton Manning move. Uh, you got to give Jordan Love some action. But Derek Carr got hurt. So when I, he went but, out, but, but when he went out, they, had, they didn't have nothing. You still got the Crab Stealer, Winston. And you still got that Hill kit. Like, I still say the Crab Stealer and Hill is better than Jordan Love. You can't keep a 17-point lead? I don't know, man. That's bad. It's the NFL. Green Bay. So that means it goes back to me saying that the Bucs and Baker Mayfield are going to win that division in the South. Okay. I hope not because I have... Lawrence and the Jaguars were in that division no, from my FanDuel. The South. The NFC South. South. Yeah. The NFC South, not the NFC, not the AFC South. No, okay. NFC South. Yeah. Please. So, all right. So that's. But anyway, the Packers. Yeah. So Packers. Well, the Packers are now 11 and they won the 11th game in a row. F- the first opening game of the year. It's amazing. So they're two and one. Yeah. So it's amazing. Look. No one gave Green Bay Packer a chance. Uh, Green, A.J. Green, didn't do nothing. Uh, their main running back got hurt last week. What's his name? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones got hurt last week, so no one's given him a chance. And A.J. Green, I don't know what his no Is his name A.J. Green? Yeah, I think so. But he's not doing much. Uh, but who do you have winning that game, though? It's in Green Bay. It is in Green Bay. Detroit has more talent. Can they How many a- injuries are we going to have by then? I don't know. The Lions are favored by one and a half. Well, yeah, it's always a, a tough game on the road for Detroit. But Detroit should win that game just because we don't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. Jared Goff is a better quarterback. At this point, yeah. Look, How long is Jones out for? I have he's no still idea. out? Yeah. I'm, I, I would say take the Lions. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be me taking the score 24-20 again, probably. Okay. The over-under is 45. I don't know they're going to score that many points. Detroit so that's why it's 24-20. But Detroit only scored 20 points against the Falcons. And that game for the for Detroit was kind of weird. It was kind of tough, but easy. Uh, 
There were a couple of passes that Jared Goff missed. There was a couple of long, big shots that he missed, but he did connect one 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 huge long pass for a touchdown. So maybe you're right. Maybe you need to go like 2017. Yeah, because I mean, the Packers only scored 18 this week. Yeah, I don't know if they have the scoring. I don't so think. So 2017. I don't know. I mean, because we know that team real well, and they know us pretty well, but we have more talent. So I'm. Detroit needs to win this game. Packers need to win this game, but Detroit with the talent that they have and the momentum that they have that they need to win this game. However, there was one play in the second half that Detroit made a challenge. Uh, it was a, for an interception. Uh, the guy tried to catch it between his legs and his butt, but it popped out of his legs, so it hit the ground. Was that the play they were debating about an interception, right? Yeah, and this is what bugs me. Because I was at work, so I just I've only seen a few of the stats. Then this is what it bugs me about Dan Campbell. Why would you waste yourself a challenge call when you don't need to? And the game was not relatively over yet. But you have to understand that you didn't need to do, do that challenge. You gave the other team an opportunity to rest, and the momentum is in your favor. So let it go. Everyone saw it. And I don't really care what people say. Well, the guys upstairs were looking at the re- the replay and told him to look at it. Well, if you're Dan Campbell, don't waste your time on a iffy 25% chance call that it's going to be turnover for an interception. That's just dumb. They rule it as an incomplete pass. Please stop doing stupid things like that, Mr. Campbell. There, I said it. So both teams are obviously on a short rest. But they both got a nice win this weekend. Yeah. So, are there any other football games, NFL football games we're going to talk? Well, I mean, you hit the most important ones, but at the same time... Um, Buffalo Bills You got to talk about the Colts beating the Ravens. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is so horrible. All right, there were multiple plays that safety that there was at least one play in the fourth quarter that there was a pass interference on the Colts that was not called, and John Harbaugh was flipping out, and they missed a lot of stuff in that game. Uh, again, the quarterback for Anthony Richardson, the former for the Florida Baltimore. Gate. Oh, sorry. You were saying Lamar, but... Lamar Jackson. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I don't like that kid. I think he's a good guy. He's a quarterback? I don't know. You lost to a backup quarterback. Anthony Richardson was hurt in a concussion protocol. But he was a... You lost to the the mustache dude formerly known as Gardner Minshew. Yeah, but that's fine. From Wazoo. That's fine. That's fine because, you know what? And the Colts... Started out 0-1, now they're 2-1, and those mother guys are leading the Jacksonville division. So I got to give credit where credit's due. The Colts are 2-1. They're going to win the division. And they have Frank Reich as their coach. So the Colts are doing pretty damn good. <laughs> I think Sean's happy that I lost. Do you think We're in the Colts could win the division? Or is it still the Jags? Depends if Jags get their butt on their head out of their ass. Seriously, said they're it? in London next week. Oh, yeah, at home, second home. Because, I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, you know why they 
you, you know why they're home in London? Because the Jaguar, the car. <laughs> so do that again. <laughs> and what does the fox say? Ding, 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 it was really just like the Ravens. It was really shitty weather, and the Ravens. I got to give credit where credits due. The Colts hit a fifty-yard field goal to win that game, but the Patriots playing the Jets. Bill Belichick is still making the Jets their bitch. So, once again, this is like the fifth straight time that the Jets have lost. Every time the Patriots play each other, they always got a show. But fumble because. That was Mark Sanchez running into his own offensive coordinate or offensive lineman and fumbling the ball, and the Patriots won that game too. But anyway, Bill Chalicek gets the win against the Jets in shitty weather and gets his first one of the season. Well, again, I don't like the I don't like the I don't like the Patriots. I don't like Belichick. I love Tom Brady. I think Belichick should retire. I think it's over. If the only team that you can beat is the Jets, that doesn't say much. Am I right? <laughs> no, you are right. <laughs> you are right. So just one last thing before we go to college football. Minnesota Vikings are 0-3. The Chargers got their first win. And still, and still, Justin Herbert has no turnovers in any games, even though they're 1-0 or 1-0. one and 1-2, but they did have yeah. their first turnover in first games, but it wasn't by Herbert. Oh, I want to say something. The end of that game, fourth and two, Kirk Cousins threw the ball, and it was totally way off. I think he threw it to Jefferson. Way off. Again, Kirk Cousins is not a primetime all-star quarterback, pro bowl quarterback. Just didn't have it in him. Too much pressure for him. He chokes. He's a chokester. All right, folks. Let's go to the college football. Let's talk about the team that Sean loves, Deion Sanders. And let's talk about the point spread that he that he and I kind of both picked. Well, it was 24, 42, 23 and a half, even bumping it up to 27 and a half. And what was the score? 40? It was not... Fucking 40, close at all. It was forty-two to six. Deion Sanders has the worst rushing defense, defense in the country. And with Swan, oh, what's that? What's the new guy? Warren Sapp. Lauren Sapp. He only had three days to regroup. Though. I know, but he's going to need to do a lot of work. And there's a lot of things to get done. And I think if this is a good life lesson for for. Um, for Deion Sanders, the coach. This is not about you, but miss being Mr. Playboy or Playgirl of the Year, whatever you want to call yourself. I don't care if you don't have a toe. I don't care if you don't if you go around and say I don't I don't I don't care what people talk about me because 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 you don't know me. Would yeah. you let me tell you something there, Mr. Primetime. This isn't about you, dude. This is about your players. This isn't about your son. Your son's way overrated. He only can throw the ball to Hunter. And where's Hunter? Injured. Cheap shot. Colorado. It was not his fault. But if you can only throw the ball to one guy, 
and no one else is playing on your football team, you're you're obnoxious. Your Listen. kid does not have it. Tony, who's going to be on our show sometime in the near future, is going to tell you his son, Deion's son, doesn't have it. It's called CFL, EA Sports. Did he throw any interceptions yesterday? I think he did. Okay, so he's had his first turnover of the day. Um, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a bust like Ryan Lee for the Russell kid, you know, from LSU. I think he's still a talented player, the Sanders kid. But I would like to talk about no, let's talk things. about no, no. We have to talk about two things before this. So before the beginning of the season started, the mm-hmm. lovely Colorado Buffs didn't re- really give a shit about where the fuck they parked. So on oh, campus, good. Good story. on campus, they would just park in places that they didn't care. So I think six of the players ended up getting their cars towed, and the university ended up having to pay for it, and it was like six hundred dollars. But that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that uh, the way I found this out was I don't know why Dion didn't take the bus to Oregon or maybe it was in a semi-truck. I don't know. Well, he's on Oregon campus and he decides to drive his white Lamborghini and park in a fucking spot where he's not supposed to park. So Friday evening, he got a little parking ticket and... Andre is making a little bit of a flavored water, so he can't comment to that right now, but it was pretty stupid to park in the wrong spot and get a ticket for no reason. And I don't know why you're driving your Lamborghini anyway on Oregon campus. Look, look, I'm going to say this. Again, this is the immaturity of a coach like this. You are making things about yourself. Everything's about you, prime time, because you're... You can't even go by your first name. You have to go by prime time. You wear a big old hat. You got big old sunglasses on. And what did Oregon do? They made fun of you with their mascot. I still love Dion, but this is bad. Yes, he ran out. And I want to say this, and I'm going to make sure I do say this. They got smoked. They got slaughtered. They might get slaughtered again this week against USC. The spread is 24 and a half. But the worst thing is, I got to give credit where credit's due to the Oregon Ducks because the coach was amazing. And this is my favorite comment of the week. (laughs) He goes, unlike Colorado, worrying about clicks on YouTube, clicks on YouTube, we here in the state of Oregon worry about the W's, meaning wins. It's got a point. He look, showed up Neon so bad. Look, I think I think this is gonna be a good I don't think I don't think Colorado's gonna recover from that loss. But here's the, the one USC, man, I'm telling you, they're gonna kill USC. All the confidence of those players is through Deion Sanders. And when you take the air out of Deion Sanders, you take everything out. What's that quote that you saw that about Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille O'Neal was comparing him to something with Phil Jackson or something, and obviously Phil Jackson is actually a reasonable coach. Well, here's the hard thing. We all know what – here's one more saying before we go to a different game, and this is what is always going to be said. We all know Mr. Sanders 
keeps his tabs, and keeps his receipts. So obviously he got absolutely slaughtered and smoked by Oregon. Now the only problem is with all of this, while he's keeping his receipts, we ain't going to see this fucking matchup for a long time. The Oregon Ducks are going to the Big Ten, and the Colorado Colorado Buffs are going to the SEC. So the only way that these teams can meet is probably five or six down year, years down the road on a non-conference or a bowl game. So he'll have to keep his receipts for a while. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's okay. Let's be honest. That's true, though. They won't meet for a while. Well, okay, but I really think that they're going to keep certain games together, and this is going to be one of those games that they they may just in two or three years they're going to put back on there just because if Deion Sanders is they're still going to have to. Yeah, they have to. It's like it's prime time TV. It's not prime time Deion Sanders no more, but it's prime time TV. You are not as big as NBC, CBS, or the NCAA. Deion Sanders, Mr. Wannabe Ric Flair. Yeah. Woo! There you go, Mr. Wannabe Ric Flair. All right? So, let me tell you something. Your team cannot win through you. Your team can only win through the players that you have. So, I, I, I really don't know if they even come close to the USC game. I, I don't even know it. It's going. Think about this. That game is on Fox, and it's one of the main. It's a twelve o'clock game, which is ten. Means it's ten a.m. in Colorado. That means everyone's going to be sleeping because they already know that USC is going to slaughter it's you. It's a twenty-four and a half point spread, which means it's actually a twenty-seven and a half spread because you always get a three-point bump at home. Yeah. So I'm going to take USC. <laughs> But how much do I want to take USC? I don't know. I think I want to try to go at 23 points. Okay. I think I might have to. So, all right. The next game we got to talk about is Ohio State, Notre Dame. Best let's, game of the day. Yep. Let's start backward. I mean, let's start from the beginning. Coach Holt, Lou Holt, was honored with his team for the national championship in, in 1989, I think. And what did he say about Ohio State? He said that their kids are very weak and they don't practice very well. These are not the exact words, but they said, I'm sure he also said that the team was soft. Yeah, that's what he said. This team is soft. Um, I mean, Day is a very, very good coach. I mean, I know that quarterback for Ohio State is a freshman. But remember, Ohio State has Marvin Harrison Jr. And Lou Holtz was a great coach. But this Harrison kid is honestly probably the best, the best receiver. receiver in the league. Yeah, I wish, I kind of wish that Detroit would like find a way to go trade higher for him. Because Detroit needs a big wide receiver. And then when Harrison gets double guarded, they got that 86 tight end that marched him down the field multiple times. Like, you don't stir the pot. This Ohio, as much as you don't like Ohio State, I don't like Ohio State. A lot of people hate Ohio State. A lot of people hate Notre Dame. Yeah, I but think. But Day had got his boys to play. This freshman quarterback for Ohio State put his name on the map. Yes, it was a low-scoring game. But it was a maybe deep. he can be. I mean, if they do the wins and they beat a Penn State and they beat an Iowa and they're 11 and Oh, going into the Michigan game? He's got to be invited to New York. 
Yeah. So let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Mr. McCord, this rookie. I didn't know he's a rookie, by the way. So mm. he struggles in the beginning of the game. He ends up throwing for 21 and 37 for 240 yards. He moves the ball down the field. Eh? Ohio State finally gets the rhythm with a tight end and the running back. And at the end of the game, they, I think, I think they ran it in right down the, oh, yeah, they ran it in right down the hole. And that was the game. That was a wrap. So, Notre Dame, Sam Hartman. Hartman. Hartman, I'm sorry. 17 for 25, only 175 yards, one touchdown, but he did make a crucial mistake at the end of the game through an interception. Bad. So that was pretty bad. It's just as bad as Dak Prescott throwing an interception three minutes left for against the Cardinals. I just say, I'm just reminding Sean of that because uh, I'm sure Shorts is going to be there sometime soon as a starter. All right. Oh my God! <laughs> so unfortunately, we still have the same records as the Detroit Lions, but that will be decided when we meet each other in December. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, you know what? I'm going to go to the stat here. So, so for for Trevor Henderson, he had 14 receptions, 104 yards. And, oh, am I doing this right? Yeah. And then the rushing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I was right. For the rushing, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm right. He had, yeah, Mr. Trevor Henderson had 14 rushing attempts, 104 yards, 7.4. This kid, I can't even pronounce his name, Emika Ijibika, for God's sake, I'm so sorry about that, 7 for 96 yards, a reception. So that game... That game was phenomenal. You have to watch a game between Notre Dame and Ohio State. Watch that again. Uh, I will say that Marvin uh, Harrison Jr. twisted an ankle during but he the came second back. half. But he came back. But that's something to look at because we can get off the field. Hopefully it doesn't swallow and doesn't get worse for, uh, for Ohio State. For us, I wouldn't care because I'm a Michigan fan. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, for Notre Dame, they had Ostrich Esteemy, 14 carries, 70 yards. And then Jermaine Love had eight receptions, 57 yards, 7.1. I mean, I'm telling you. I don't know if if Hartman's gonna be a good quarterback for the in the in the in the NFL. I think he might because he will not get drafted until like this. He drops the second, third round, maybe. Well, he might be the next Tom Brady, just really low. Maybe Joe Montana, really low, and just really not doesn't get rid of attention. I think he's smart. I think he's got something going on. I don't. I really don't. I've seen him a couple times. I like him. I don't know if he doesn't have enough talent on that team. I think that Notre Dame's head coach is 
doing a phenomenal job. Marcus uh, Freeman is a good coach. He had a slow struggle last year, but he's the team seems to be working with them. I mean, this team can regroup. I mean, they play Duke this week. They win that game. They beat a, a good Duke team that's undefeated. Um, they got the condoms coming to town, which is the USC Trojans. Um, later, later in the season, it's better. Anybody that watches college football, it's better to lose early than lose late. Oh, yeah. So Notre Dame's name is not out of the title. They still got a strong schedule against you. You beat a Duke. And you, and you steal a game against USC when they're ranked in the top five, and you watch maybe an Ohio State lose to a Penn State or in Iowa, maybe a fluked game. Or, you know, if if Ohio State can, ends up losing to one of them, but then they beat Michigan in the last game of the season, I mean, it's going to be a shit show. Like, yeah. who is going to be the one-loss team? Like, because Michigan will probably be undefeated, and if Ohio State somehow pulls off a miracle at Ann Arbor, which I don't think is going to happen, you got, okay, Mich- I mean, if Michigan wins, Michigan's in, but if Ohio State loses and we got four different one-loss teams, but Notre Dame lost at the beginning of the season, they're going to put Notre Dame over Ohio State, oh, Ohio State will flip the fuck out. So, anyway. I think McCoy is going. I think the quarterback from Ohio State. I think it's going to really depend on his maturity when he gets to the to the U of M game. I think he's a rookie, first time in the big house. He could he's struggle. Make some mistakes. He could struggle. But the thing about Michigan is that they're not scoring enough points for the talent that they have. All right, we'll get to that game in a minute. Penn State against Iowa. Iowa is becoming a big disappointment. For the Big Ten, uh, they can't score. They lost to Penn State 31-0. I don't know what's going on with Penn State. Uh, I mean, Iowa. Uh, Old Michigan player, Cade McNerma. He's not doing so good. I don't know what's going on, right? No. Not good at all. Florida State beats Clemson in OT 31-28. And he, Florida State squeaked by, but they had two injuries. It was important. They got the win. They beat yeah. them in overtime. They got the win. They did their job. It's just like before we, when we're, a lot of teams don't cover the spreads. I mean, Florida State covered the spread. We all know Michigan doesn't know how to cover the spreads. Um, Florida State got the win. They're still ranked in the top five. A win's a win. Yeah. They have more wins than Alabama. So. Yeah. Uh, let's go to USC beats Arizona State. Now big struggle. Uh, I do question their defense because they let Arizona State score 28 points, 42 to 28. USC is looking sharp, but I mean they could. Yeah, USC is fine. They put up a lot of points. They got Colorado this weekend, which we already talked on that. Um, well, how about my Utah Utes? Let's go. Let's talk about that. That's a low ball game, like 14 to 7. 14 to 7. Wasn't that really that great of a game? It wasn't, but they're 4-0. Yeah. You win or go home, baby. But you know what? You got to play good teams. We don't have our starting quarterback. I know you don't. So we're getting by with a third-string quarterback, and we're still winning. He's supposed to be coming back in these big games. But the only other game that matches that Ohio State-Notre Dame game Mm-hmm. We went to bed because we thought it was over. Oh, that Florida State. 
Nu? Da. Beavers. Oh my god. Versus the Wazoo right. Cougars, which is Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. They go roar. They were up 10, 17 points, whatever, in that game. We thought it was over. Those Beavers came back and made it a game. Yeah. And I'm lost 37-34 or 38-35. They only lost by a field goal. Yeah. So if you went over the over-under, you would have won the over. If you take if you took the Beavers plus three and a half, you would have won. You're still okay. But Wazoo did win like I did say that they would. Yeah. But you just didn't think they were going that close. Did we did we take that the one and thirteen pick? Yeah, we didn't do that. So it worked out. Can I, the Beavers regroup against my Utes on Thursday? Yes. I don't think so. What are you talking about? You guys don't have no offense. You only scored fourteen points last game. You guys don't can't score. Okay. You guys cannot score. I'm gonna go with my Utes. Alright. So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk about Washington Huskies beat California 52 to 39. The Pennix kid is amazing. Probably had another 400 yards passing, right? 304 passing. Four touchdowns, one interception. Penn State missed out an opportunity of a lifetime. Am I right? He came from Penn State, right? Who? No, wait a second. He came from Pennix. He came from Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, I'm sorry. He came from Indiana. Indiana, you wasted a lot of time. Later, wasted. He was smart to get the f- out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. And almost an upset. Arkansas almost beat LSU. And uh, Jason Daniels of Arkansas. 24, 29, 320 yards, 11.4 per pass, four touchdowns, one inception. I think that's right. No, I'm sorry. That's for Daniels. It's for LSU. I'm reading. I can't read anymore for some reason. So, KJ Jefferson, three touchdowns, two interceptions. That's okay. That's just right. 289 yards. That late interception hurt is what killed Arkansas. All right? All right. And then the game of the week for me, Rutgers and Michigan. Michigan looked very sloppy. And they couldn't cover the spread like usual. But Rutgers is 3-1, so Rutgers isn't as bad as Sean likes to uh, admit. They're 3-1. They're legit. Yeah. So, again. But they're playing Wagner next week. Wagner. Who? Who is? Rutgers. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) What did we talk about the scheduling of these Division Three schools? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a Grand Valley. Please stop doing that. Especially in the middle of the season after you just get pounded without lube. Without without lube emphasized. You got... Beat by 24. But I am proud of you for covering the spread. Yeah. You covered the spread. 
Thank God for the spread. All right. Ole Miss and Arkansas. Uh, no, Alabama. I can't read it anymore. Alabama finally looks like a team. They smoked them. They sure did because the score, I don't even have the score on here, but I tell you what. They won by more than 14. Mr. Milrow of Alabama, 17 for 21, 225 yards, one touchdown, one interception. They won by exactly 14, 24 to 10. Yeah. So, is this is this going to fix Alabama? Well, maybe Nick Saban just had to change some things up because I'm looking at these lovely stats in the third quarter. He just wanted to shove it to Lane Kiffin and go for two, and he made a two-point conversion in the third quarter, even though they were already up 10 points. Hey, man, you got to go up by two and then make it four and 14, and you got it good. Bada boom, bada bang. All right? Yeah. Let me ask some. I mean, Oregon always went for two back in the day with Chip Kelly. Yeah. Speaking of Chip Kelly, he's in California, right? He's with UCLA. And who did UCLA use to this weekend? Utes, 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 Utes. Why do you like Utes so much? I don't, I don't forget about it. Why do you like them so much? This is just, I mean, I love the controversy. So it's like. You know, you got all these politics and everybody bitching about let's change the political things. Let's not have um, well, we're coming up on this holiday, actually Columbus Day, right? I mean, I know it's a terrible holiday and that was the pilgrims and the Native Americans and we took all their lands and all this stuff. But, you know, we had the Civil War also and we had, unfortunately, we had slaves and all this stuff. But we cannot get rid of everything. What are we going to do? Go blow up Mount Rushmore and just because people own slaves. My point is the Utes. It's a Native American team. So is the Seminoles. So is the Atlanta Braves. So is the Kansas City Chiefs. So is the Aztecs. Let's stop changing teams' names and let them play football. Uh, so that means for you, Cleveland Guardians should be Indians. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins should stay the Redskins. And not the Commanders. That's really stupid. Every time I say Commandos, I feel like... You I think like you're wearing, you're going Commando with no underwear on. Yeah, exactly. That's what I... Every time I see that name, it's like Commando. Come on. Please stop doing that. Stop doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's 46 minutes. I think we're done. We wrapped it up. We did a pretty good job. We did pretty good. John went, uh, Sean went a little crazy. I really hope that everybody has a great start of their week. Remember this. There's two NFL football games on tonight, on Monday. Good old Eagles versus the Bucks, And then we got former Matthew Stafford versus the Owen 2 Bengals. Let's, let's talk about that game. What's going on with Joe Barrow? I don't know, but I like Matthew Stafford in that BYU Hawaiian receiver that has over 300-plus yards in two games. Two games. And I still don't understand who the hell the running back is. Well, I got rid of Cam Akers. He I didn't know. do anything for the go- Minnesota today. Yeah, so I don't get it. Minnesota is going to need help. So who wins that game? I got a feeling. Bengals got to win, right? I got a feeling they're going to win. Or they're going to cover the spread. 
Spread's probably only like a point and a half. <laughs> Cincinnati's probably favored in that game, actually. That's Cincinnati's check. minus one and a half, so they're favored against the Rams. Are they really? Yeah. It's yeah. Only, yeah, it's only a point and one and a half. So you're saying the Bengals are going to win? They're going to have to. Okay. I wouldn't take the money line. If I have to, you know what you should do is take the Tam- uh, the Tampa game and the Rams game, put that in a parlay, and flip that Bengals game to plus three and a half. So Bengals plus three and a half and take the Buccaneers plus seven and a half? No, I would just take. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I like Baker Mayfield at home, baby. All right. Remember, the Eagles blew a seventeen or sixteen point lead against the shitty uh, Patriots. You're right. You're very right. You should be able to. You should be able to cover a touchdown, right? Anyway, Eagles will win. I mean, I don't like betting against Matthew Stafford, but the Bengals have to win. It's a must win. Is it Nick, is it Mixon back in? Is he running? Probably. Let's hope so because they need a running game to protect Joe Burrow. Joe's getting beat up from last year. I think Mr. Playboy himself here. The little, he's basically our version of prime time in this generation. Gets all dot up, thinks he's pretty. Get over that shit, Joe Burrow. Go back in the locker room, fix your stuff, worry about being Mr. Hot Stuff when you're 40s and and you can can be compared to Tom Brady, but get your head out of your ass and win that game. Just do it. People are relying on you. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you for everyone out there. Uh, I'm going to be on Podbeam. I think I'm going to drop Buzzsprout because... They're not letting me have as many hours I can get for a new amateur podcast. I'd like to thank the Detroit Lions for winning. I'd like to thank the Cardinals for winning. Fucker. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, uh, Sean for showing up and uh, talking about how bad Dak Prescott is. Yeah. It was a rough weekend for me. Michigan State lost and Dallas lost, but I'm used to Michigan State losing. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty normal. I mean, you can pretty much take a nap now that you can watch Michigan State. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? I'm super excited, though, that we are officially, yesterday we were, we are two months away from going to the Lions-Packers game, and we decided that we were going to rent a hotel and go to the Red Wings. Red Wings. But we can talk about that later because hockey season isn't even here yet. Oh, no. All right. Peace, love. Peace.